Right, welcome back to Range Anxiety. There were no presents underneath the Christmas tree for me because I'm hard, mofo. Right, and <laughs> and you can hear the laughter in the passenger seat. I have the one, the only, Lisa D, back from autopilot, back from wifey. She's back again today. It's Christmas Day in South Australia. And we're not spending time with our family. We're spending time with you. And I reckon I have COVID because my nose is running heavily. Um, Lisa, welcome aboard. Hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yep, and everyone in America understands she's got a big voice, but it's soft heart. You know, so today we're going to give a report card on the automotive industry for 2020. We now know... What can't we do with cars anymore after this COVID lockdown? What can't we do, Lisa? Tell me. What are you talking about? Well, we can't belch smoke into the atmosphere. Oh, we can't... okay. We're going down that avenue. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, geez, there's a lot of yeah, silence there. That was my elbow clicking, everyone. What do you want me to say? Yeah. I drive cars that belch smoke. <laughs> do you belch? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's just maybe me. Um, but... We have to leave a footprint that's better for our kids. And there's been some really good things. And oh, she's pissing herself laughing now. There's been some really good things happen in 2020, apart from the horrible COVID outbreak that locked everyone down. We did see how clear everything could be, didn't we? Absolutely. That is true. And what did you see? Silence. <laughs> Did you see the pictures in Venice? Or, uh, yes, yes. Well, talk to us about them. I mean, you know, the cat hasn't well, got your tongue yet. Well, of course we saw everything clear up, but... But why? But here's the thing. there wasn't the cars being used, the people out there, certain industries shut down, like... It, yeah. It's all... It wasn't so much cars. Cars are actually a tiny contributor to the whole problem. Industry is a massive contributor. Um, but regardless, what's happened is that governments are starting to take us on as car lovers. We can't have good shit anymore as in the way we used to know it. We're going to have to redefine what is good shit and what is not because now they're smashing down on us. What do you think about that, Lisa? Give me some comments, anything. Well, well... Well, because, you know, this is a topic that is, you, I it, it's a bit of a shame, but it has to happen, if you ask me. Right. So, our art. So, if I got to the point where governments stop me driving my, as you put them, belching cars, I'd mm. be pretty annoyed. But it is the way it's going. I don't think they'll stop you driving old no. belching ones. No, they'll tax you for it. Or, yeah, and stop you from buying new belching ones. That That's where the whole thing is. That's right, but they'll still make it harder. So they'll do this to make it more appealing for people to buy electric cars or, you know. Uh, and so just... where, where do we sit 
with the whole electric car thing right now. Like, it's been a few years. Like, Tesla's been around for ages, and so is the goddamn Nissan Leaf. Like, throw it in a bin because it's junk with no battery, no range, and no power. So this year, 2020, has seen this paradigm shift of, like, um, we had this COVID thing in March. Everything crashed. Manufacturers come back. GM's come back. Ford's come back. Toyota, to a degree, even though they're like living the Stone Ages, come back. Obviously, Tesla's come back. Everyone's come back. Where do you see cars being leaser in three or four years' time if you want to go fast? Well, it's going to be with Teslas. Well, no, there are other companies doing electric cars other than yeah, Tesla. Yeah, they are, but then no good. Oh, why do you actually say that? Is that because I'm a fanboy and I've just indoctrinated you? Like, not, tell the truth. Well, I, well, no, not really. It's just, it's, you've provided me with information and, you know, specs on these cars. And so far, at this point in time, Teslas have actually got it pretty good. They're, they're a bit ahead of the time and or ahead of the others, so to speak. The others will catch up eventually. Yeah. And, you know, all of these luxury car manufacturers will start doing their thing. But at this point, this is going to be the, the you know, the way it's the way it's going to be. People, More people are going to go for Teslas because they've been doing it for longer and they got it right for longer. Simple. Well, uh, one of the things that, uh, about electric cars versus petrol cars on this Christmas special is that the electric cars, proper ones, designed like this from the start. We're sitting in a Model 3 performance tonight recording this. They have the skateboard design, so the whole floor is the batteries, keeps the centre of gravity low, there's no transmission tunnel. That thing is just here to make you feel good, you know, that thing we're looking at right now. Um, but the floor is flat, and it keeps centre of gravity low, so the car handles well, etc., etc. Then you look at Mercedes, who won Car of the Year here with Wheels Magazine. God bless them. They're Cotton Socks and Bauer Media who run that. However, they put batteries into a car that had a trans tunnel. So they had to have the lump in the middle, you know? Like, And to me, that's just um, backwards-looking shit. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're going to do it, do it or don't do it. That's right. Okay, so you went out to dinner last night. I couldn't because I'm ravaged with covid well, I've actually just got a common head cold, but I'll call it COVID because it makes my podcast seem a lot, my epicast seem cooler. And there were people bagging on me because I drive Teslas. Why is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a big laugh there. Give well, me the truth. Why, why? Because, well, honestly, because I didn't like the way they were styled, firstly. They do it, look like arseholes on wheels. Well, they were particularly criticising the Model 3. Um, saying that it just has no, the, the styling's not great, but I think a lot of it is just not being educated and just liking different things. I mean, these are the people, you know, each to their own, I suppose. It's uh, called fear of the unknown. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they're anti-vaxxers too, probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you see that. Lisa, she knocks it down straight up. But, Let's give a report card on some manufacturers this year, and I'll get Lisa's input into this. So let's look at the top 10. We're going to start with Tesla. We'll do them last because, you know, apparently they don't even make cars. Righto. Um, let's have a look at Toyota. What do you know about what Toyota's done this year, Lisa? Honestly, not a lot. <laughs> exactly. Because that's what's happened. 
So what they did is they came out with a new Supra and it was a BMW with different panels on it. They actually paid BMW to do it. Oh, okay. But, however, I've got to give Toyota their credit. They came out with this little thing called the Yaris GS or GR, whatever it is. Little four-wheel drive, three-cylinder hot hatch that is fast as hell and it's affordable. It's cheap as chips. It's around 40 grand or 45 grand in Australia. It's actually a good thing. So Toyota, as much as they're like drowning in their own mire of bullshit, um, have come out with this little sprig of salvation. And it'll be a tuna car and there'll be that many Chinese parts for it. It'll be rancid. Okay, let's go to Ford. What have Ford done this year, Lise? I have no idea. But can I actually say, I'm looking yeah. at the screen here in the car mm. and you've got it in Santa mode. Yeah, yeah Santa mode. Well, uh, it is so funny. Instead of the picture of the uh, actual car, it's a yeah. Santa sleigh and it's got a fat Santa driving it with presents in the back. Yeah, well, there's no presents in the back for you or maybe <laughs> there is. But um, let's, go to, let, let's go to Ford. Do you know anything, uh, you as a normal person that just serves no, here normally? I, they haven't I have done no anything? idea. Well, they've come, out, they've come out with a thing called a Mach E Mustang, which is a big bulbous SUV like a RAV4 style thing or bigger, and it's electric, but it looks like a Mustang. Well, but that... it can't look like a Mustang if it's a big bulbous thing like an SUV. Yeah, but it does, and they're in laser So basically, right? it's like all these other manufacturers, like, uh, yeah, you know, like Maserati, Bentley, all of these BMW over time, where they actually had some pretty cool cars, and then they wanted to break into the SUV market, and they, cars made, get pregnant. And they made these horrible models. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. Okay, so what happened with Ford is they realised they had to get on the electric market and they've actually, this mucky Mustang, this big bulbous uh, RAV4 looking thing, at least tried to build their own cars. This one is being built somewhere else, not even on their production lines, made to look like a Mustang and apparently it's going to be fast, apparently it's going to be this, apparently it's going to be that, And but they're delivering it um, right now, I reckon, the first delivery start, but it's not even built by Ford, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Okay, what about GM? Is that anything good? Don't know. They did Corvette C8. Woo! And, well, every new Corvette is a Ferrari beta, right? Yeah. But they never kind of have been. They always spruced to be one, but they never beat Ferraris. Why is that? Come on, Lise. Give me an answer. Say something, anything. What? Why? What? what? They never beat Ferraris? What? What do you mean? Well, because they just never um, had the passion or build as well. Listen to my stomach rumbling. We, we should have, have lunch at sometime soon. But, so GM had the Corvette C8, and it, it, it's going to be released here under GMSB. Australians won't touch it because of what GM did to that poor old Holden brand and the dealers, even though I've never met a poor Holden dealer, even now. Sorry, Julian. Um, are you going to buy a new Corvette? No. Why not? Because I, I don't... I, I'm not a big fan of American cars. Some American cars. Okay. Okay. Well, the that's modern cool. ones? No. I, I, I don't know. I mean, if you want to buy an American car, you get a truck or you get something. Really, you don't get that. Yeah, okay. That's cool. It's only going to be 108. They reckon 149 here. Well, it's going to be like a couple of hundred. Well, and it's going to be a Ferrari beater, but they've said this about every model of Corvette since, and this is Christmas, since Jesus was a boy, but it's never happened. 
Ferraris have always been better, faster, better looking and more valuable than any Corvette. Well, that's right. So why... Well, you might as well keep repeating the same thing, which is what GM do, and it gets them some buyers. Okay, so let's move on to the next manufacturer. Hyundai, what do you think of Hyundai, Lise? Like, as an outsider looking in, you're not a motor industry person like I am? No, what do I, I think they've actually... I think they've actually come a long way. And they're oh, not, massive. And they're quite, from the ones I've seen, the ones I've driven, they're pretty good value for money, pretty good cars. I mean, originally they were considered pretty... Junk. And, well, I was going to say junk. I was trying to be You can quiet, say junk. They were considered junk, but I, I think they've come a long way. I really do. Okay. And I would buy. I would buy one if someone said, "Oh, you know, this model model Hyundai and this model Ford." I'd probably choose the uh, Hyundai. So remember back, listeners, like when Hyundai first hit the market with the Excel, buying one of those was like buying cancer. Like you wouldn't do it, but they have actually. The South Koreans make a, a really good product. It's high quality. It's nice, and you know. The Kia, mm, I don't like anything called Kia, and there's a lot of reasons behind that. But the Kia is a good product too. Um, Kia. And, you know, I think the South Koreans have got it right. What do you think, and you don't know because you haven't driven them, I've driven them and tuned them, what do you think about the rise of China and the Chinese trade Utes? Give me your honest opinion as an outsider, Lisa. Well, I don't know much about them. But no, I no. think mm. if you can, you know, with a tradie U, there's a lot of tradies that don't want to spend $70,000 plus on a yeah. U. So if you can offer them something that with a warranty, uh, where they can use it as a work U and it's half the price, that not that fantastic? Because uh, generally they change them over all the time. So why, what, you know, not every tradie can afford an expensive, proper, tradie you. I think you just won the argument right there. So it's a good old Drive it till the warranty's out, but they do go back for a lot. And the dealers here aren't really equipped to handle all of the stupid faults, but they will get better that will change and better and better. Exactly right. So that's a pretty cool thing. So let's move now to something you know a little bit more about, but you drive one most days. Um, how Mercedes going to take this problem head on, you think, with needing to transition their, their drive lines? Because let me explain to you. When Mercedes sell a petrol car in in Europe, they need, for every two, I think they need to sell one, like an electric or hybrid car, to get the credits to sell the petrol cars. Otherwise, they pay a lot of tax. How are they going to handle this? Silence. I don't know. You're telling the story. How are they going to handle it? They're well, they're going to build some better shit. They'll like, develop... Oh, that's right. They'll build electric cars or hybrid cars or whatever. I still think it's junk. Yeah. You know if you want an electric car, get a Tesla. If you want a Benz, get a Benz. Like, I, I, it, just, it just does my head in. And there you have it, that boys and these, girls that are listening to this. manufacturers are just... And I know they have to tap into these markets, but, you know, they're spreading themselves too thin. Do yes. one thing, do it really well... And be known for it, but they just, 
I sign of the times. They're just, they have to keep up or try and keep up at least. But I can tell you right now, if I wanted an electric car, I wouldn't buy a Benz. No way. No way. Especially the Why? newer Benz. Well, the newer Benz is from what I hear these days, they're always back with all these problems and all these, you know, everything's just too complicated and there's too much stuff going on. And I think they're just because they're spreading themselves too thin they're trying to be too modern do what you do well and do it well like i i just i wouldn't buy one no way i think that's probably one of the smartest things i've ever heard so what you do if you're going to buy a petrol car buy from a petrol car per, uh, company if you're going to buy an electric car buy from an electric car company but don't do this crossover bullshit oh, because the next five years is going to be full of this crossover oh, bullshit it's going to be terrible and you know, there's going to be problems like Volkswagen. I'll, I'll give you a hot tip: the Volkswagen Audi Group. They've been working on the car, the ID3 and the ID4, for ages now, and they had them because they needed their uh, gasoline credits. They had them lined up in Europe in big lots, and they couldn't actually get rid of them because the software wasn't ready yet. Yeah, that's right. But they'd made them, so they got the credits. And you know, there's the early founders edition. But to have your your software upgraded on the car to make it work. If you picked it up, you got to go back to the dealer. Whereas these things, the thing we're sitting in now recording this, they just do it over the air. So when they say Tesla is about to be put in the grave by these manufacturers, I think their supply chain solutions, their uh, the way they do business and their uh, manufacturer agreements are all going to hold them back from the little Silicon Valley startup company that yep. is now pushing out over a million cars a year. That's right. Now, Toyota's putting out 10 million a year. So why then, Tesla is putting out one-tenth of Toyota in terms of volume, maybe if that, but why are they valued at three or four times as much as Toyota on the open market in terms of capital or, or market cap? as it's called, on the NASDAQ. Why do you reckon Tesla's worth so much? You're giving me a little hands-up signals here. Why do you think they're worth so much? She doesn't know. Well, let's just think. What would happen if the technology that's in this car got sold to another manufacturer? All of a sudden, they got the chump, right? Yeah. And what about the fact that the energy solutions that they make, solar roof tiles and stuff like that? Yeah. And they put a... Did you see Toyota putting a battery in South Australia to like fix our energy problems? No, but why would they? Because we're dealing with an energy company here, not a car company. That's right. And that is the difference. But you're not a big fan of Elon's. Why is that? Is it because he smoked weed with Rogan? No, I actually think what he's done is really clever. Um, it's not that I'm not a big fan. I... I, I you don't like nerds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from me. I think he's just a bit old, that's all. But I think what he's done is it, it's an amazing achievement. And I think uh, he thinks outside of the square. And so, you know, it's quite brilliant, really. So, okay, I'm going to get you more. Um... Like, he, he lives, eats, breathes, sleeps this. Yeah. Whereas, do you get that with these other manufacturers that are just trying to get on the bandwagon, you know? So, I give him points for that. Well, he owns 23% of the company, where the next biggest CEO in the world of a car company owns like 0.1% or, you know, 1%. So, it's his ass. That's the thing. So, here's what we're going to ask you. 
and this is something you can really emote to and, and really be good about. What's your next car? You've got a uh, Edition 507 AMG, quite a nice, What's clean... What's my next car? I don't yeah. know. Oh, we always see Bentleys. Oh, I want a Bentley convertible. Why? Because I can. <laughs> no, you actually can't. Oh, yes, I could. <laughs> oh, not a, not no, a my watch. No, no, I don't want a brand new one. No, no, no. no. Uh, you know why? Because... I've always thought the finish and the style is quite beautiful in them. Um, oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you sounded like your West Island um, white then. Yeah. I just, I've always liked them. I don't know if I actually, when I've driven them, I don't know if, yeah, I'd, I'd probably prefer the Benz, but. Um, I don't know anyone that hates them. I just, I you know? just like them. But, yeah, whether I'd get one, yeah, I'm not What about sure the about big that. SUV, fat-style one? No. No, 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 no. No, it's, no, it's no. a sin, isn't it? What's that thing called? A, something, ten, oh, uh, ben, uh, Bentania or something? I think, it, no, I think it's called a Bentley fat ass. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. because it's what I was saying before. These are companies that have made these beautiful cars and then they try and tap into these different markets and they make these things... That just, it's like, why are you doing this? And I don't get it. I just don't get it. Just do, stick to what you do well and do it well. So what do Bentley do well? Beautiful luxury sedans or convertibles. And what colour interiors do they have to have for Christmas? What do you mean what colour Well, interior? you do like a white interior. Yes, I do. They're not practical, but I do like them. Well, it matches the hair on your dog. Even Tesla do white interior, whereas you they don't get do. that with Toyota, do you? No, Toyota are a it's company. It's not an option. It, well, yeah. it's just for the... They're a company stuck in the dark ages because the Yanks pulled a trick on them and they said, like, we're going to go to hybrid. Everything's got to be hybrid. And so Toyota went fully hybrid. Then the Yanks gone, gotcha. We don't give a shit anymore. And they've already geared up for hybrid with the Prius and all of that crap. And electric cars are just so much better. And then they did the same thing with Honda. We're going to go hydrogen. We're going to go hydrogen. Who wants to have a hydrogen car where you're going to go and fill up at a service station again? Stop filling up at service stations. That's where your problem is. So your next car, Lisa, is going to be a... Thirst Guzzler. Like all a Thirst others. Guzzler. Sounds like your husband. <laughs> petrol guzzling. <laughs> yeah, not petrol. Well, yes, it will be. No, no, not me. Oh, yeah, but mine will be. Because you know what? I know you've got the electric car when I want to use um. it. So it's the best of both worlds. Right. So what I want to do today, everyone, like this is like 1 p.m. in Australia on Christmas Day. We didn't really feel like this. We got people coming around later and everything else. But I had to give this. There is a future. You can have fast cars. You can have beautiful cars. And you can do it while making sure your family's going to live forever. Not Lisa. She wants to put them in a shallow grave by burning that many <laughs> that many dinosaurs. She doesn't give a shit. She wants to give her only daughter a 98 TJ Wrangler. <laughs> that's how much you dislike. I mean, I dislike no, her a bit, but not that much. it's not about dislike. It's so much fun, and I've had so much fun with Jeeps over the years. And that's it's so a rite of, right of passage, and I want my daughter to have the same. I don't want her to be one of these these kids that get into these cars that do everything for them so they just don't know how to drive she can learn how to drive something that's so easy to tip over and then she'll be a better driver well yeah, yep. a good start but here's the thing 
Thank you, everybody. This was our Christmas special. Wasn't that great? But we had fun. I'm overcoming this great sickness at the moment. And we got the uh, biohazard defense weapons system filtration on in here with Lisa. But she'll probably be struck down with the 19 tomorrow. Good for her. It didn't hurt me. It got me out of Christmas Eve dinner. <laughs> didn't it, love? Yes. But thank you for listening to Range Anxiety. We're going to be back with a New Year's Eve special very soon.